Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Businesses all over the world right now are trying to reinvent how they connect with the world. Whether you're delivering packages, treating patients, or running a global customer support center, your customers need you to invent new ways to stay connected. Twilio is the platform that millions of developers trust to build seamless communications experiences with phone calls, text messages, video calls, and more. Whatever your use case, Twilio has your back. It's time to build. Visit Twilio.com to learn more. Well, good morning. My name is Paul Swanson. This is the morning report here on the Fight Mac Media Network, Radio Network, Media Network, Radio Network. We're here. Anyway, I hope your day is going well. We wanted to start a bit, uh, maybe a series, let's call it, maybe not a a continuous series, but we're going to do a number of episodes. on the Ukraine and what's been going on, maybe some things that you haven't heard in the mainstream media and some stuff that you have, but we're also going to provide links to all the stuff that I do talk about today, and as we go forward, we will continue to add links, and so you can take a look at this stuff for yourself. Um It's the middle of October, and here in northern Wisconsin, it has been snowing already. Nothing sticking, but there are white flakes coming out of the sky. Anyway, so let's get to it. The Ukraine, um, probably a lot of you may or may not be able to find it on a map, or Google it, you can find it where it is. It does have a... uh, a particular spot in world events and everything, and especially since, um, I guess the phone call was back in July, but it never really came to light until September. And uh, with the Democrats' insistence that this was impeachable and President Trump was 
in trouble for talking with President Zelensky of the Ukraine. And so they released the, the it was declassified, the transcript of the telephone conversation was declassified by the president on September 24th, 2019, and is out there for everybody to see. And they still seem to think that this was somehow treasonous and impeachable and problematic uh, for the president to have spoken with President Zelensky. Not quite sure why presidents for as long as we can think back in history have all been talking with other world leaders, so I'm not quite sure where all of that goes, he says, as he has another sway of coffee. President Trump had called President Zelensky of the Ukraine to congratulate him on a victory of winning the presidency. And... Um, that was most of it. The you know the, the 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 conversation is kind of dull, boring. You know they talk about calling each other and you know examples of you know, more political and when they've had elections and who's won and who's not and. Um, They, they go on to say that uh, President Zelensky actually congratulated President Trump that, they, that he is in the Ukraine trying to do the same thing that President Trump is doing, is to uh, not bring in a whole lot of old or typical politicians, but bring in the new type of government uh, that is respondent to the people. And uh, the president thanks him for that. That's a, you know, they, they see that he's doing something that uh, would be would be positive for both uh, both countries. And all. I'm just reading down, and I am going to put a link into this. This is only five pages, and I'm how uh, the Democrats have just gotten all wound around the axle on this thing is just beyond me. You know. The Ukraine does have a history of ties with the FBI, and I'll get into that in a moment. The FBI set up um, one of their um, intelligence agencies. Um, and obviously, the Ukraine was uh, at the heart of the crowd strike and, you know, server gate or, uh, you know, stuff that went on that Robert Mueller spent, you know, what, two years and untold millions of dollars to try to go ahead and find something and never really did. So it's a, um, you know, the, the, this has been, uh, 
there's there's reasons that President Trump is talking with President Zelensky. Perfectly legal, nothing unconstitutional. If you know, presidents, like I said, presidents have talked with world leaders on a matter of subjects uh, over the course of history, and why this particular uh, conversation just triggered all the Democrats to uh, start impeachment inquiry is, is uh, they're grasping at straws. Of course, they've outlawed straws, so we're not quite sure what they're trying to grasp at. The, the other thing about his inquiry into um, what you know, the corruption that was going on not only with the Ukraine and CrowdStrike, but also with uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. The president has a right and a duty, if you will, to go ahead and inquire if there is corruption going on here in the United States and it involves other world leaders and Maybe not, maybe not necessarily world leaders, but other principles in other countries throughout the world. And there's corruption that can be tied to not only them, but is, is impacted on here what is going on in the United States. That is well within the president's right to ask about that sort of stuff. So um, asking about, you know, Hunter Biden not by name, but by just inference. No, not even inference. Let me find it here. It's um, doesn't even talk to him by name. The, the direct quote is, the other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general, um, President Trump says that would be great. You know, Joe Biden went around, uh, again, I continue here uh, from the call, Joe Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me, according to that's what the president said. I will put a link into the video uh, that where Joe Biden is talking about that. That is from the RT network. And please like and share that because that continues to need to go out uh, to as many people that uh, until Joe Biden actually answers some questions about that. We will put that link in here and take a look at the video and go ahead and share that with other like-minded people. The other, well, one of the other things that is inexorably involved with this Ukraine kerfuffle is the quote-unquote supposed foe, possible whistleblower, CIA, deep cover operative, whatever we want to call him at the, at the moment. Um, this was... This letter was from August 12th, however, uh, that was when the 
whistleblower, sent it to the Honorable Richard Burr, who's the chairman of the Select Committee on Intelligence in the Senate, and the Honorable Adam Schiff, chairman of the Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence in the United States House of Representatives. That was the, this nine-page memo was dated, or is dated August 12th. There will be a link in the notes about that. Um, And this, this at this point, this you know initial publication of uh, nine pages and a you know, not highly but uh, redacted portion of uh, an appendix. Um, well, on first it takes seems to be well. This is this is a whistleblower and his thing. And here's, here's his report. Well, we come to find out that the whistleblower uh, rules and the means by which a whistleblower does their reporting have changed um, was done under secrecy in the darkness of night and in the back room, smoke-filled back room of Washington, D.C., and uh, no longer does a whistleblower have to have first-hand knowledge because the, the uh, whistleblower um, doesn't have first-hand knowledge of the phone call between President Trump and President Zelensky. And he admits it in the in the memo itself. Now, I have friends who work in government service. And if you look at, you know, go ahead and take a look at the at the memo, print it out and everything. It's very formal. It's very um almost looks like a legal document in the way it's formatted and presented and everything. Um, we've you know, now come to find out that uh, obviously the, the whistleblower had help. Uh, he was in touch with uh, Representative Schiff and uh, way before any of this came to light, um, so his, um, and he's a whistleblower, and whistleblowers are supposed to be anonymous, and uh, their identity kept secret. They're not uh, to be brought into the public limelight, etc. Although I don't know quite how they're going to get them into uh, if this individual be it he or she is going to um, testify before a congressional committee, how they're going to get them in um, into the into the uh, into the uh, hall or uh, into the you know, into the committee room without identifying who they are or what um, you know because that once they're once they're out in public that's it they're out in public. Um, 
if the whistleblower is supposed to be secret anonymous, it's a, it's they don't have to sign their name to any of this. Um, in fact, there's no you know there's no names other than you know departmental uh, names that are such on the on the on the memo. If they're if they're supposed to be classified, the news reports about the whistleblower receiving death threats is a little suspect because if they're anonymous and unknown, how is how are they receiving death threats? That doesn't make sense. A Wisconsin tie into this is our Senator Ron Johnson, who is the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Subcommittee on Europe and Regional Security Operations. Um, he was on with Chuck Todd of Meet the Press back a couple of weeks ago on October 6th and had a rather, I looked at this, you can look up the in YouTube, the, the link, I, I'll have the link of his, of his printout because the, the YouTube video, the, you know, the video of the exchange between Senator Johnson and Chuck Todd is a prime reason why we don't, you know, we, we don't uh, appreciate and we don't like, we don't uh, have confidence in the media these days because he, Chuck Todd is just, Chuck Todd has his own agenda and on the, uh, during the, the interview and he doesn't want Senator Johnson to, to get, uh, get a word in edgewise because Senator Johnson does have some very, um, some very salient points to, this whole matter about the Ukraine leaks that have been going on. Um, and this goes all the way back to Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Uh, Chuck Todd calls the whole issue, or refers to the whole issue as a Fox News conspiracy propaganda. Um, But we'll we'll do this. The, the, this is very very important. Um, they also get into uh, Senator Johnson and Chuck Todd get into Ambassador Volker and uh, his testimony before the committee. And Adam Schiff has yet to release that that text and what Ambassador Volker said in its entirety. He's leaked selective portions of it, and uh, I, would, I would encourage you, as I have already encouraged and posted in the various social media places, to go ahead and request that Adam Schiff release the vocal testimony, the transcript. You're, you're leaking it. You might as well be able to do that. Getting back into the Ukraine stuff, um, my friend Lee Stranahan from Citizen Journalism School and the host of Nixon and Stranahan on Sputnik Radio Monday through Friday from, let's see, it's East Coast, so it's 7, 7 to 10 a.m. You can uh, catch it on YouTube, but uh, the involvement 
the Ukraine, well, the Ukraine and U.S. involvement goes way back, but we know about it um, going back as far as 2016, um, back when Paul Manafort was uh, the Trump campaign manager. The challenge here is that the Ukraine has a an entity, a um, a I guess a well, they have a National Anti-Corruption Bureau, or what they call NABU, N-A-B-U. You can you Google that, and I will put a link in the description of this as well. Um, the NABU and the our FBI have worked very closely. In fact, the FBI had an office there uh, during, guess who, James Comey's reign as director of the FBI. They also have a, or they also did have, and they may very well may still have, a member of understanding to work together. Uh, Since February 2016, a representative of the FBI has a permanent office in the Ukraine's NABU and works jointly with NABU detectives on international requests. Uh, so the FBI and the Ukraine are inexorably tied together uh, on this. What the interesting thing here is that uh, you know, they're talking about interference, you know, foreign interference in, in the 2016 election that very well may have been done or in part been orchestrated by an agency that was set up by the FBI. Uh, go figure. So James Comey, uh, Lee goes on to say here, that James Comey needs to be asked about the meeting and Congress needs to demand any and all documents related to the FBI's contact with NABU during the 2016 election. So that, I mean, that's, uh, that's, and Lee is good. I trust Lee his, his, uh, his information. And last, but I guess maybe not last, but not least, but anyway, there's a couple of other things. The um, FBI, uh, FBI and the NABU have been kind of at odds even as far as almost a year ago, December of 2017, when uh, the Ukraine, uh, that NABU was uh, being aided by agents of the FBI and were closing in on an alleged criminal gang of government officials in the Ukraine when that was um, suddenly brought to a halt. I will put a link into this story as well. That uh, 
this was this uh this uh trying to to ferret out uh anti-corruption efforts in the Ukraine was put on hold by the FBI. So we're not quite sure why that happened, but uh obviously the, the FBI is very um involved in the Ukraine and helping set up so there is a problem there. And as I said before, the uh, NABU has a signed memorandum of understanding with the FBI and has had since at least June of 2016. So even before the election, it looks sort of like, at least in my opinion, and if you look at carefully at what has been going on, stuff um, was being set up prior to the election of Donald Trump as our 45th president. So I know it's sort of gone all over the place, but we will put um, links uh, to all of these things that we've talked about today in uh, the Ukraine stuff. Um, not only the video, but of uh, Biden from uh, RT, the RT network, and uh, all the other items that I did speak about here. So thanks for listening. Um, we will continue to follow the story uh, as we will and are want to do, along with some of the other stories that we have been reporting on over the past few weeks and uh, kind of keep you updated on these types of things, not to just regurgitate what has been going on in the mainstream media, but uh, other items that we find useful and um, pertinent to the story. Thanks for listening. Thanks for um, your time and attention. Please do like and share this with your other like-minded um, people. And um, give us a thumb, thumbs up, and we always appreciate contributions to our efforts here. So once again, thanks for everything on this, the morning report here on the Fight Back Media Radio Network. And we will talk with you all again real soon. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.
Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.